Philly, you are so wonderful and interesting. You deserve a local news podcast all your own. Check out the John Cast on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. KYW News Radio Original Podcasts. This is KYW News Radio in depth. I'm Matt Leon. Time to take our weekly look at the economy, doing so a little early in the week to accommodate some scheduling changes, but we still catch up with David Fiorenza, our economist, talk about a lot of things, including retail sales, housing, and more. Give a listen. So to start this week, let's focus on retail sales. Good news. Uh, January, they were up. 3.8%. They beat the estimate. They almost doubled what uh, people thought the estimate would be. And uh, this is really good news after a 2.5% decline in December. Uh, What are your, your thoughts about this? Well, I think this is great news, Matt, and it's a great sharp rebound from December. And I think people were leading into a couple things. Super Bowl and Valentine's weekend, both on the same weekend, which I thought was going to be a bust. But talking to people in the retail industry at various malls, they're very pleased with the hustle and bustle and the shopping that is going on. And I also think some of the supply chains are starting to work themselves out. Maybe not so much in the food stores, but in the other places, such as automobiles, building materials, consumer spending in general. I think that this is a good thing. And I think we're going to see a nice trend throughout 2022. And it's interesting because you made the point, and I think you're correct, that a lot of what the drop in December, people had shopped early for the holidays because of supply chain concerns and stuff like that. How much do you think of this is also people taking money they got for Christmas, gift cards they got for Christmas, whatever, and kind of punch that into to going out and shopping in January? That's a great point to make because the sales were pretty broad based. In other words, department stores saw a pretty good jump from last month. Uh, Even the general merchandise stores, even furniture, home furnishings are seeing increases and people are going out. And let's say last year, if somebody put an addition onto their home, maybe put an in-law suite, they're now going out to the furniture and home furnishing stores and buying those kinds of things at all those different kinds of stores. So you're right. There was a lull. People did get credit cards. People did get cash. Uh, People had saved money throughout the pandemic and paid down debt. And we talked about this pent up demand. Matt, it shows right now. And it's interesting. One of the quote unquote negatives in the retail sales, food and drinking establishments, they were down, but just 0.9%. And, you know, when you think about 0.9% restaurants, bars are down in January. Well, that's the Omicron surge where we had all these cases uh, of COVID-19 with the Omicron variant. The idea that it was only a 0.9% dip, despite the headwinds of that, it kind of tells me that there's only so much effect that the pandemic can have on the the consumer economy now. I think a lot of people, right, wrong, or indifferent, are just kind of acting like we're past it. What do you think? Well, you're absolutely right to bring this up at this time. And we can even uh, add something further to this. Don't forget, in January, we had some snowstorms that we're not used to having snowstorms, especially during the um the Ur Jersey Shore, the Atlantic Coast, where you're having 13 inches, 15 inches, and then a little bit closer to the I-95, you're getting six and seven inches. So we had some disruptions. Some of them were on the weekends, which means restaurants can never make up that sales when the restaurant closes early or closes for the day because of snowstorms. I am happy with this number. I'm sure some of the restaurant owners are not happy, but I think that's good. I think 
the Valentine's weekend is good. You're going to start to see Mardi Gras coming around. You're going to see Easter, Mother's Day. I'm looking forward to some good sales, Matt. What are you seeing on the inflation front? Still a significant issue. It is a significant issue. And the Federal Reserve, I'm looking at them, and they are looking now to um, ramp up their interest rate surge and, and do it maybe twice. And three times in the first month when they when if they ever started, I wish they'd start it, uh, to try to squeeze the economy to slow the growth a little bit because our GDP was so good fourth quarter and last year, even though we had a couple variants and we had lots of closures and people were staying at home and not traveling as much as we thought they would be. So the inflation is still a concern. However, I I did see numbers and I know it hurts for the people that they're they're spending more money than they did last year on gas and other things. But with the overall economy, they're only spending about two and a half to three percent more if you count in their bonuses, commissions and the raises that they receive. Now that's on a macro level. Does that mean some people are spending more and some people are spending less? Another thing kind of going along with inflation, one of the I think the things kind of pushing the inflation uh, is energy and specifically gas prices that are remaining stubbornly high and we are seeing them go up a little bit. Uh, what are you what's your thought on why we continue to see these gas prices rising and staying high? Well, Matt, for many years, I've discussed this with people on panels uh, at conferences in the classroom, and I always get pushed back and I, I get a lot of negative feedback. And I'm going to say it again, Matt, we've talked on the air, off the air about this. Some of this is Wall Street bumping up the numbers. Wall Street is dying to get oil to $100 a barrel. And some of the pundits on TV can't wait to it to be $100 a barrel so they can talk and complain about how high the gas prices are. Of course, if you talk about something and you hype it up, it's going. it, it could go to that level. The past few days, it's come down to about $90 a barrel. I still think uh, some of it's supply and demand, but some of it really is Wall Street because the Exxons, the Mobiles, um, Amicos, the BPs are making big, big profits. What are you seeing on the housing front right now? Well, I'm actually pretty happy. I, I think we're going to see some gains in 2022. We'll see a bit of a slight drop, I think. Uh, the forecast is pretty bright for 2022. And some of that is because of the housing starts. I think in certain parts of the country, uh, they they are able to see some people moving now, uh, retirees, let's say, going to various states. They figure, well, let's get closer to our kids or let's get away from our kids and grandkids. But I do think the housing market will be pretty good. I think the supply chain is starting to work itself out. And I, I've talked to a few of the contractors, large contractors near your builders. They are ramping up for a springtime like you've never seen before. What else are you keeping an eye on uh, in the economy these days? Well, I'm glad we, you brought that up right now. There's a couple of things that I think are very exciting. The first thing is I'm noticing a trend of people who may have retired or jumped out of the, the job market during the pandemic, but they're jumping back in because they want to own their own business. Um, and most of those people are buying into franchises. Whatever the hot franchises are right now, uh, cleaning services, uh, commercial cleaning services, residential cleaning services, and all kinds of things of that nature. Uh, whether it's small restaurants, I'm seeing a lot of big pop-ups of these chains of restaurants, and that and people are buying into that. They want to they want to be their own boss. That's number one, and that's a good thing because they employ 30 people, 20 people, local people, young people, college kids. Uh, 
and even high school kids and even uh, retirees. So that's a good thing. The second thing I'm going to bring up, which a lot of people don't like me talking about casinos, is that, boy, the casino industry really, really blossomed last year after being closed for a year. I'm seeing more and more states enacting more and more gambling, whether it's online sports betting or whether it's things of that nature that you can you can bet on the track, wherever the case may be. I'm also seeing travel is doing very well. People are starting to book Airbnbs and not just for the weekend, they're booking them for a week, for a month stay. I'm seeing the travel industry start to open up a little bit. People don't mind going to Hawaii and showing their vaccine, their passport and their driver's license and putting a mask on. People told me they didn't mind it. They they did it because they wanted to be in Hawaii for the week. Lucky then, while you and I are sitting home watching the snow, the ice and everything else, Matt. And it's interesting. One thing I just read uh, a survey that, you know, more than 70% of people that work from home want to stay working from home. And I consider myself in that in that group. Uh, do we appreciate the the seismic shift in the macro level that of that many people that have been working from home, stay working from home? That's going to have on cities and services and stuff like that. Well, the large cities are really concerned about this. The city of Philadelphia working with uh, the Pennsylvania Economy League and the Pew Charitable Trust. And I had some involvement in that when it comes to looking over the reports that the city of Philadelphia is concerned that people uh, will only go to the city one day a week, two days a week to the office. And what's that going to do to the tax structure, such as the earned income tax? And how is that going to change? Uh, I've heard that people have even asked to take a pay cut or or keep their salary the same to stay at home because they're saving on gas, uh, maybe transportation through SEPTA. And I continue to look at the SEPTA lots as I travel through Delaware County and Montgomery County. A week ago, I was up towards the Doylestown area. They're still not filled, the SEPTA lots. So there's a concern there that the people are not back at work 100%. So what's going to happen in the year, not 2022, what's going to happen further? What's our five-year strategic plan? That's what I want to see the counties and the cities get involved in, too, as well. It's hurting things such as fi volunteer fire companies. They're not getting the funding they used to get. I was on a on a phone call today with a, with a couple counties about what are we going to do to help fund some of these uh, fire companies who are volunteer. And that's a scary thing, because if you have go to pay, then taxes go up. So there's a lot of things that are, um, I guess, out there for the year 2022 and 2023 that we just haven't solved yet, Matt. That's it for this episode of KYW News Radio In-Depth. You can listen to the podcast free anytime on the Odyssey app, and you can find it wherever you listen to your favorite shows. I'm Matt Leon, and we'll have another episode out soon.